Trista Crick and Nick Ashew. Broncos up 15-8 as we get ready to start the second half. Broncos one and a half point favorites. Live total back up to 46 and a half. Uh, we got we topped out at about 49 and a half early in the game, dipped as low as 36. So oh, yeah. it's been a bit of a roller coaster watching these offenses tonight. Yes. Yeah, it has. Yes, it has. Second half over 23 and a half, moved yep. to 24 and a half. Feeling pretty good though. Did anybody tell me? I did. I tell I like that. Um I did find it at even money, so I snagged Ooh. the 24 and a half. I took the bigger number and the better price. Just oh. because this it, it just, this has the feel, and again, like we saw this, I thought Scott brought up a good point before. It's like Josh Allen looks like he did against the Jets to start the season, and then the second half Facts. we watched the Bills real. I mean, like the both offenses have the weapons to make this a second half where you see some legit scoring. Like they kind of settle down. All you, we you, need is like no turnovers. Right. That you know that's the first thing. Maybe if Josh Allen would. I was gonna say you might not get that with uh, with old Ja in I this know. game, the old Madden cover guy. Uh, is this the Madden curse, or is it just oh. Josh Allen? Is, oh. Remember I said with Buffalo point. coming into the season, but then I changed my mind on them, and I was like, ah, I think, guys, I was wrong on Buffalo. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And Since I said that. Yeah. It's been downhill since there. I did I, see, though. So our guy Everson, Patrick Everson, who's going to be joining us, the biggest liability, Dalton Kincaid, to score a touchdown tonight, and he did. He did yeah, just he did. that. He scored a touchdown. Yep. So another big one for the public. The thing that worries me is uh, Dalton Kincaid's props are going to keep going up because yep. more and more people are jumping on that train. True. I mean, I've got the over 52 and a half. He's got 35 at halftime right now. So Don't hate it. Uh, you're hoping. Uh, it, it's it's a good spot, but we still got a long way to go. We've seen this time and time again. All right, we bring on Patrick Everson now, senior reporter, Vegas Insider, at his usual spot every night, Monday night. Uh, your thoughts first on the wild up and down total in this game, Patrick. We thought this was going to be low scoring, and now we're looking at a live total of 46. Six and a half. Uh, I don't know what to make of these offenses, man. It has been an absolute roller coaster like, well, I guess most primetime games have been this year in the NFL. Right, and people are jumping on the, the primetime under trend in a pretty good way this week, finally. Uh, I think some people were wise to it a few weeks ago, but the, the primetime unders have just been on fire, and I'm sure the three of you discussed it. I think they were 10-0 and 0 coming into this game, uh, something like 14-1 and 1 in the last 15 and 24-7 and 7 on the season, so... Uh, certainly, BetMGM customers were on it. Christian Cipollini sent along some notes pregame uh, as it drew Odell, one of BetMGM's data analysts, saying tickets and money were two to one on tonight's under. And here at BetMGM Nevada, Scott Shelton told me it was even more tilted than that. It was about two to one tickets on the under. But he also noted, I'm just trying to flip through my notes to see if I can find it here real quick. I think he said there was one really big play on the under. So 90% of money was on the under here at BetMGM in Vegas. It was wow. 110, actually, two big bets. 110,000 under 47 and a half, 55,000 under 47 and a half. So, um, look, 10 minutes ago or so, you know, five minutes before halftime, you're, you're, you're looking at what was it 12, eight or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It was even that. And you're feeling pretty good. Um, now it's, uh, certainly getting a little iffy because of Josh Allen's propensity to turn the ball over in negative territory for the bills. And, and somehow my Broncos, I'm kind of looking up here now that the second half has started because they are my Broncos after all, uh, are I'll own them when they're, I'll own them good or bad, but yeah, the t you know, the in-game total has had to be nuts here. I mean, what I didn't look at it early on. What was the lowest it got? Uh, 36, 36 and a half and at one half. point <sighs> I saw. Wow. Wow. That would have been good Maybe to... even dip lower. Yeah. It might have. It might have. I mean, this has been, you know, it, it hasn't been pretty and Denver can't score touchdowns. So, um, or, or has a propensity anyway to not score touchdowns. The Cortland Sutton play notwithstanding, which was amazing. That was an incredible catch. Um, 
but yeah, these these unders in prime time and really the unders all season long, you've it's a winning combination if you just bet them blindly. And if you're betting them blindly in prime time, my goodness, you are making serious cash. Let's talk about this next week in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Oh, from what you've gathered from you know all the bookmakers that you already talked to, mm -hmm. what's the biggest book need this weekend? That's a really good question. I'm not sure which one of these games. I mean, first off, I think it's worth noting there's a lot of games on here that don't capture, or at least not, they don't capture my imagination, Trista. The Thursday night game certainly does. The Monday night game absolutely does. But there's a lot of kind of middling games where I'm not really sure. I think they're probably one that they're going to need, I think, pretty good nationally. Um, maybe not so much here in Vegas because people are sort of back on the Raiders bus now that they've won a couple in a row and they're they're drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. But one odds maker told me on Sunday night that uh, that Miami has a 10. He, he said, look, first off, he noted the Raiders win over the Giants doesn't look so impressive after today, does it? And he was speaking during the Sunday night game in which neither of those teams really looked any good, which is no surprise because I don't think either of those teams are really that good. But he noted Miami has a tendency to beat up on bad teams at home. Miami is a public team, even though they've had again, taken a couple of losses. He said, I think we're going to need the Raiders. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if the Raiders are a pretty strong need and the Dolphins a pretty strong liability. But speaking to those first two games, Trista, the first two games I mentioned, Trista, the Thursday night and Monday night bookends, you know, if the favorites rebound from what they did yesterday, if you don't have the Ravens losing, if you don't have, uh, you know, the Bengals losing or the Niners uh, you know, the Niners did fine yesterday, but uh, but the Ravens and Bengals blew up tons of money line parlays and teasers. If the favorites have a good day Sunday uh, and the Chiefs are at home on Monday night, I got to think that uh, even though the Eagles are semi-public, I don't know that they're going to be semi-public on the road against the Chiefs. Um, I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's one where the Chiefs could be a heavy liability and the Eagles could be a key need, especially if there's a lot of money line parlays and, and such uh, running to the Chiefs. What are you seeing on the Thursday night game? Because, man, I mean, we're finally going to get a good Thursday night game, at mm -hmm. least on paper. We yeah. get the Bengals. We get the Ravens. <laughs> you know, the opener was, I believe, three. We got out to four. I think it's sitting there at three and a half right now uh, with Baltimore being favored over Cincinnati at home. Total around 45 and a half. What are you seeing there in that one, Pat? Right. Well, again, an odds maker I spoke to on Sunday night as this came out said the look ahead they had was three. They watched both teams. It closed three. Watch both teams have tough losses this past week, you know, yesterday, Sunday. They went ahead and bumped Baltimore to four and opened it four on that. And what, what the oddsmaker said was it felt like a very fluky close loss for Baltimore. And I guess they didn't feel like it was nearly as fluky. I mean, look, the Texans were ahead a good chunk of that game against the Bengals. They didn't feel like that was as fluky a loss for the Bengals as it was for Baltimore. And there you have Baltimore power rated. Uh, you know, notably better, not like hugely better, but notably better than Cincinnati. So uh, I, I think that, you know, the public is probably going to lean into, into Baltimore as well, kind of forget about what happened last week and think more about what happened the previous couple of weeks. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, short week, prime time at home. Uh, I don't think that's a bad spot for, for, the, uh, for the Ravens. But what he pointed out, kind of to your point, at the top there, Ryan, is finally, at least on paper, we're getting a good game. He said, this game is far too good for Thursday night football. Yeah. It feels like it should switch places with Vikings-Broncos, and I will not <laughs> argue with that. As a Broncos fan, I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't argue with that at all. 
I know, yeah, we at least say it, it's done on paper, and then you get worried, oh, God, is it going to be the jinx of Thursday night football? Talking to Patrick Everson, exactly. BetMGM tonight. You mentioned the Texans briefly with that Bengals game. I mean, what the Texans have been able to accomplish now this year at 5-4 and four, and watching C.J. Stroud, who's clearly the offensive rookie of the year, barring any knock on wood, hopefully doesn't happen, any injuries. Are the Texans starting to become, or maybe they will, I don't even know if you have it in front of you, maybe more of a public play, maybe more interest in that team? I mean, they're four-point favorites against the Cardinals this weekend. We were talking about this earlier it's it's kind of an interesting spot, I feel like, for anybody that wants to back the Cardinals. They're four-point dogs in this. But, I mean, Kyler Murray showed that that's – I mean, he made that Cardinals team. They're not 2-8. and eight. They're a better team now, and we saw that on Sunday. Do you think that that could be a situation there where there's a lot of money maybe coming in on the Texans, given what people saw last week against the Bengals in that win? Well, I think that will help, and there's certainly been a bunch of, like, post – post game, you know, over the course of the rest of the day, Sunday, and then all day today, yeah. there's been a, you know, a ton of hype around CJ Stroud and rightfully yeah. so I was, I was taking a look, I'm just flipping through my phone and I'm taking a look at what the numbers were like for the, for the uh, uh, Texans Bengals game. And look on, on money, Cincinnati wasn't getting overwhelming money on the spread 58%. Um, and I would get, yeah. And you head over to the money line, the money line on yesterday's game was fifth was literally dead, even tickets and money. Mm. So the Texans were already getting some respect in that sense. Although, you know, look, on general on the money line, the public is like, okay, I want, I want plus money. I want to turn a little into a lot or at least a little yeah. more than what you get out of minus 110. But I think they will be played this week. And, I, and I'm with you on that, Nick. I think the Cardinals, I, 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 wanted to, I, I, I didn't get around to it because I was running around so much on Sunday doing all the work that I do around Vegas. But I wanted to hit Cardinals on the money line yesterday because I just had a feeling – that they yeah. were going to win that game with Kyler Murray back in the lineup. I think it's going to be a good game, and it'll it'll be interesting to see. But there's no doubt C.J. Stroud is uh, is one of the better stories of the season right now. Pat, uh, I have to ask you about this game. I want to switch over really quickly to college football because we have sure. one really big game, and it's number 5 Washington taking on number mm -hmm. 10 Oregon State. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised when they see Oregon State a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. They opened as a one-point favorite because Washington's 10-0 straight up, I believe 5-4-1 against the spread. Oregon State is an 8-2 football team, yet they're favored here. What are you seeing in this game? This one caught me a little off guard. I hadn't I hadn't really looked at odds until uh, late this morning here in Vegas, uh, just getting through. I hadn't looked at college odds that much, just getting through all the NFL of yesterday, and then Monday I kind of focus on college and get my article up uh, for the week for Vegas Insider. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, that is really interesting. Yeah. The, the, the odds maker I spoke with put this up. They put it up at Oregon one. They've stuck at one. You mentioned there's some one and a halfs out there. And what he said, it was kind of interesting, even though they're at Oregon State one. He's like, look, a 10 and 0 team at nearly a pick em is tough to pass up. I expect the public to be all over Washington this week. And I would disagree with that. And with this particular odds maker, he said early tickets and money were running two to one on the Huskies. Now, granted, that's a small number, you know, probably limited number of tickets, limited amount of money. It's early in the week. This game is days off and, and all the money's going to come in late. But yeah, that one did surprise me a little, but I will say I've heard from a couple of different odds makers. I mean, look right now to win the PAC 12 championship, Oregon is favored. Uh, the shorter odds in national championship odds, Oregon, Oregon's yeah. odds are shorter than Washington's. So yeah. in a, in that sense, in that respect, it makes a little sense. They're kind of I don't want to say they're the odds makers are fading Washington, but they feel like Oregon is the better team. And with Washington going on the road to play a number 10 Oregon State, um, they just feel like that's a it's a toss up, basically. What about this Colorado Washington State game, Pat? Because 
they go to the Palouse. Uh, listen, man, Pullman is, is not an easy place to play. Washington no. State, four and a half point favorite. Colorado covered pretty easily last week. Almost won that game straight up. Um, what do you see there? Well, look, Colorado just, I, you have to back up a little bit. And then my Colorado Buffaloes, proud alum. Um, you got to back up to that Stanford game. That's where things really went south for that team because that was a game they needed to win to put themselves in a put themselves in a really viable position, Trista, to get to six wins and get a bowl. And now at the time, they probably didn't see it that way. They probably thought, oh, it's a tough loss, but we've got four or five more games. We'll figure it out. But that was one they had to have, and it's been proven more so ever since then because this team hasn't hasn't really you know hasn't done anything since then. So. That was a critical, critical loss for that team. And I had one sharp guy who talked to me, uh, you know, in the wake of that loss, he said, listen, I'd be, I'd be, you know, fading Colorado's chances much of the rest of the season. Now they've gone on to cover in a few games, but they just, they aren't winning. So I think this is a tough spot for Colorado. I feel like that, that you know, not getting it done against Arizona when they had opportunities to win that game uh, was difficult. And, and again, I feel like it's just been kind of a snowball effect ever since this, uh, ever since the Stanford game, even though they've hung around in these other games, they're not getting the W. So, and as you said, Pullman is not an easy place to play. I, I, I don't, I see Washington state trying to get its season out of the ditch here. Cause remember Washington state was ranked a few weeks ago and the big, and the yes. Pac 12 just had was littering the rankings and Washington state and Colorado have both fallen apart. Talking to Patrick Everson, BetMGM tonight. Got about a minute left, Pat. Uh, the roller coaster of the Heisman odds continues. Bo Nix mm-hmm. over at BetMGM yeah, is now the is. favorite. Minus 110. Mm-hmm. Penix plus 375. Jaden Daniels 4-1. to one. Marvin Harrison Jr. plus 550. I mean, it's been up and down all over the place mm-hmm. this entire season, hasn't it? Oh, it's been nuts. And you could have gotten Jaden Daniels at 35-1, to one, maybe more, yeah, uh, if, yeah. depending on where you shopped around last week before he blew up. Because a lot of – there was speculation. Oh, I talked with one odds maker today, and he was like, look, a week ago he's in concussion protocol. We're thinking he's not going to play. We slid him out quite a bit. And then he goes out, and what, he had like 600 total yards? Uh, just had a monster, monster Seven game. Touchdowns. And he goes from like 35-1 to one all the way up to like the, the co-second choice or the third choice. It's it's really crazy the way they've gone. I wish I'd gotten on Daniels last week, but yeah. And Nix has made a, a, a turnaround too. After that Washington loss, he slid to twenty five to one at some spots, maybe thirty to one, and uh, and now he's the favorite. So it's amazing how fortunes have changed. But it ties in really quickly to what I was saying earlier about Oregon being favored to win the Pac twelve and Oregon being favored over Washington to to represent the Pac twelve and possibly get in the playoff or win the championship. It's all tied together, and that's what's that's what's got Bo Nix's star on the rise. And you look he at all so these, good. You, yeah, you look at all these quarterbacks at the top of those odds too, Patrick. And it's a great example of why the transfer portal can be a good thing for quarterbacks. Patrick Everson, mm-hmm. Vegas Insider, always good to talk to you, buddy. Goodbye. Absolutely, Goodbye, you three guys. have a great oh, week. Yes. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right, 15-8, 11-22 to go in the third quarter. Broncos driving down the field with Russell Wilson. It's BetMGM tonight.
and after the game. Celtics beat the Knicks 114-98, 35 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists for Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown came in with 22 as well. Uh, 26 for Jalen Brunson, 25 for Julius Randle. The Wizards, Ryan, this is why you don't bet on the Wizards. Although technically they did cover. I was going to say, they did cover. I should have so there is that. Uh, Raptors win 111-107. Big, big comeback. Big, big comeback. I, Pascal. I, needed, I needed overtime so bad. Oh, we didn't get it, did we? No. Nope. Pascal Siakam had 39-11 and 11 and Woo! 7 assists. Chose the wrong wing. Um, so this is being reviewed right now. Really quick, oh, yeah. Brooke Lopez does come home, and he does it like last minute. Hits ding, a corner ding. three with eight points to go over 10.5. Bobby Portis has 19-11. and 2-0 night in the NBA. Now we need the Broncos to hang on and not Ryan. lose by eight. Don't worry, I'll give it all back later on this week <laughs> with like eight and rebounds and Don't do that. Johnny three sticks over one and a half threes or something like that. John John Lucas the third. Is he still in the league? I don't know. I was Probably about not. to say what? He may be like an assistant. John coach. Lucas the third. Johnny three uh, sticks. So real quick, the the Corton Sutton fumble was reviewed. It has it does stand, it is still a fumble. That makes okay, me want to so say it like it was F. a football move. Yeah. I was hoping it wasn't because I have the Broncos pretty big. So, you know, that's the cross I bear, I guess, right? This is true. I mean, listen, it's, uh, you know, you got time. Broncos in a good spot up 15-8, 9-51 to go in the third. Man, I'm glad I didn't take that over. I'm not saying it's not going to hit. I'm just saying I don't think I can handle it. You talking about the second half? Yes. Yeah, I, I immediately regret that decision. I just don't feel Meanwhile, like there's James I, Cook again. How much was that? Uh, well, first down, at least 11 yards. Woo! 10 to 11. Depending on whether I you love spotted that. Him. Okay. All right. James Cook, 32 yards. I just need, I just need like 65 yards. Javante's already hit. The under first half is already hit. That's all we need for that little parlay to come home. You know what sucks though? We jump What's on that? the Khalil Shakir bandwagon. One target. It's just brutal right uh, now. Hey, you know, you, you try to find these guys. You want to you back the underdog. I want to back the underdog. Yeah, you know, lower, just 35 and a half yards, no big deal. Nothing today. I, Absolutely nothing. I feel like they're taking the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. They're like, all right, no more turnovers yep. today, bud. We're running the ball the rest yeah. of the way. I kind of yeah. love that, though, I a little bit. Man, Gabe Davis, all right, so he's got a reception on the two-point conversion, which obviously does not count. For anything. This is the type of S. That I'm talking about. <laughs> Give it to him. All right. I changed my mind. Oh, Josh Allen slinging it again. Give oh, no, that's no, Shakir. I, yeah. There you go. That's what we need. Let's that's get some Shakir. <laughs> you know what? We need to speak it into existence a little bit more. That was a 23-yard gain, by the way. Let's go. Let's go. There you go. See? Man. Sprinkle on some good luck. Yep. Sprinkle on a little good I luck. Hate, I hate that, like, I have a seven-point lead with a, with a seven-and-a-half-point dog, and I don't feel good. Yeah. yeah. That's the bills for you. And that's yeah. the it reason, looks like they were ready to score right there. Yeah, and honestly, that's the reason why I just, again, I wasn't brave enough to take a side in this because both these teams are massively inconsistent. You don't know what you're going to get out of them. And, I mean, Broncos plus seven and a half, and some, there were some eights there like that. Let's ride. It was comp. I mean, I said, let's ride. <laughs> it would better ride, damn it. If, said, they, if they don't, if they, if they mess this up, what happens? Me, what happens? He's going to say S. I mean, I'm going to lose a bunch of money and I'm going to be pissed. Are you, are he has gonna, like probably five units. Pro probably all game. I have, you know? Like, How much? I'll just five be angry. units? Five? If, the, if the Broncos Six, lose. No. Three? No. God, no. Three. Not that big. Three if the Broncos units. lose, are you not going to the poker oh, room here at National Harbor? I no, I got to go right home if they lose this game. <laughs> In fact, I might not be able to come next week. What I, mean, about, I could come and do the show, but I can't even gamble. Well, you know what you have to do is come and wear your stupid Viking costume that you still haven't paid up that. You haven't paid up your bet yet. He said he was going to get a teddy bear. Our Vikings. I might now want to just do that just just for fun 
just because they got Joshua Dobbs. They've won five straight games, and Joshua I just, Dobbs. I might just wear that around just because. I think we know now we don't fade Joshua Dobbs. The guy's a damn rocket scientist, and he picks up an NFL offense oh. in two seconds. I gave it out. Uh, I forget how long it was. It was in Buffalo. Plus 270 for the Vikings to yeah. make, the, make the playoffs. And I tell you what, that defense was coming Hit along. Him. Do Sorry. not. Do not. Latavius oh. Murray steering, stealing carries Stop, again. Stop, you little vulture. Shoot. He's good. Yeah. He's actually, like, averaging 8.4 yards per carry yeah, right Lata now. Yeah, Murray's played really well tonight. Seven yes. carries, 59 yards. He I was mean, not available. I would have taken him. Yeah. Uh, he was not available on the prop sheet. I couldn't find any of his. He's got seven, yeah, seven for 59. you got to put him on the, the prop zone. sheet if he's going to get carry, eight carries a game. There you go. So. And touchdowns. And now it's a touchdown. So that makes it 15-14. Before the extra point, three-yard touchdown tall. run from Latavius Murray. He six really three. is. Doesn't he look really tall out there? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's 6'3". Six six we talked about this. Back, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's, it's like really Eddie George. Tall, yeah. Eddie George was 6'4". Derrick Henry's like 6'4". Derrick Henry's 6'4", yeah. And like yeah. 265. Derrick Henry is not a human. Like, he's a yeah. cyborg. Yeah, although, he's a robot. Although he looked human this weekend. By the yeah, way, really quickly, have you guys seen Taylor Lewan lately? Yeah, he's skinny. He got so skinny. Whenever linemen do. Whenever these when offensive linemen the retire, yeah. like Matt Burke. Remember when Matt Burke retired yes. and became a bodybuilder? Yes. He lost like 200 pounds. Joe Thomas. And became, yeah, Joe Thomas, another but one. But he still has a big, thick head. Like, Taylor Lewan <laughs> is looking emaciated. I can see every cheekbone. Well, most of these guys just don't. Like, they force themselves to eat to gain all that weight. So, like, once it's all said and done, I mean, they just, they're, they're, the weight just, just melts off of them. Like, maybe it would just balance itself out because they're not working out as right. much. I don't know. But that you're changing the workout. You're, yeah. you're work, trying to just lean out, trying to burn fat, and it just melts right off wow. you. So, yeah, it's, it is really amazing to watch that. All right, so we're tied at 15 now. I'm nervous. 6.42 to Stephon go. Stephon Diggs is not getting six receptions, guys. It doesn't feel just that doesn't way. It doesn't feel like it, unless it's garbage time stuff. I don't know. I mean, well, it's 15 all. We've seen this happen uh, plenty of times. I feel like it happens a lot more with tight ends, though. I remember when the Vikings were on Monday Night Football, TJ Hawkinson, I needed, like, Two receptions from him, and he got like five. And then there was the, um, I'm trying to think of who the other. It was the, oh, it was the Titans tight end a couple weeks ago, where he had like, he needed, I needed over two and a half receptions from him. He had zero until the final drive of the game, and then went over. So you have these late game drives where one guy just gets open, and they just keep chucking him the ball and keep chucking him the ball. Uh, Stephon Diggs right now just two for 23, been targeted four times. Gabe Davis just one 18 yard reception so far. Uh, Dalton Kincaid's at four for 44. The over 52 and a half receiving yards, one of the most bet props at BetMGM. So a lot of people, public, big time in on Dalton Kincaid. He's got a touchdown. That ticket cash for people. Uh, Cortland Sutton also has got six receptions, 47 yards, caught his touchdown. Not much from Jerry Judy, though. No. Uh, two for 16 on a couple of targets. So kind of quiet there. Uh, we spent a lot of time, obviously, talking about the NFL here. Why don't we swing down to a uh, little Horvat U in the college gridiron? Time to paint the face and listen up. Class is in session at Horvat U. Where are you getting the video? What is that? There it is. Oh, yeah. Get, there you go. There you go. How do you think about out fast, Bo, didn't it? Bo Nix. Bo Nix now the favorite to win the Heisman. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Because um, J.J. McCarthy, I thought he had to put up bigger passing numbers because, obviously, like, they win the game against Penn State. They score 24 points. But they didn't throw a pass in the second half. They just ran the ball right down Penn State's throats, which was kind of surprising, actually, because Penn State has a top-ten run defense. And uh, Michigan just proved 
their dominance in that game. And it's crazy because their offensive line actually hasn't been getting a whole lot of push. Like, Blake Corum leads the nation in rushing touchdowns, but Donovan Edwards was averaging four yards less per carry this season. Maybe he just wasn't healthy because he looked explosive. That was he did. one of his better games. Like, that was what he did against Ohio State last year when he went off for over 200 rushing yards. And Michigan looked like the best team in the country. How they looked really solid defensively. And, uh, man, yeah. You saw Bo Nix. There was a stat at one point during the game that I thought was maybe one of the most absurd stats. Bo Nix at one point was two for two with 161 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. Oh, and yeah. that's when I knew he was winning the Heisman. <laughs> I mean, like, what he's doing is crazy. And, and I know that he's not, like, throwing the ball 20 yards down the field, but he doesn't have to in that offense. And their offense is so scary. That offensive line gives him so much time in the pocket, and yet he still gets rid of the ball quickly, takes whatever he needs to take, doesn't turn the ball over. And if you watched him two, three years ago in the SEC, the you opposite. would think this is a different quarterback. But 412 yards. Four touchdowns, no picks, 96 QBR. Um, all they got to do, they got to run the table, obviously, which I think they do the rest of the way. And I think when they meet USC Washington was scary. or whoever they meet. Yeah, and I knew I liked USC in the game Same. at 15 and a half with Same. the points. I didn't expect, like, the defense to turn things around just immediately without Alex Grinch because it's the same personnel. But, um, yeah, that was a good game. That was a lot of fun. But Didn't Nicks hit right the now, over, though. No. Game didn't go over. No. I had the under in a parlay. That was the good last for you, leg yeah. of a parlay. Um, and and that was a an absolute sweat because they were going down. The thing that was happening is they were they were both marching down the field at the end of the game, and then it was like fumble, interception. Mm -hmm. There was some real wild stuff throughout the course of that game. That thing should have flown over. Oh yeah, yeah. it really should have. Yeah, for sure. Bo Nix, though, minus 110, obviously, like, wouldn't play that right now. Michael Penix Jr., I would not play a plus 375 because I think they lose this week. That's my biggest bet of the weekend so far. I like, I mean, that home field advantage is real. And Washington has been kind of, like, flirting with disaster the last couple weeks. I mean, they barely beat Stanford a couple weeks yeah. ago, man. So I wouldn't play Michael Penix. Jaden Daniels, I just worry about the losses. But he's putting up the best season statistically oh for a quarterback. I think the bet to make right now is... Marvin Harrison, I mean, the number sucks at plus 550 because you had 35-1 to 1 when we gave it out before the season. But if they beat Michigan, big F, because Michigan looks like the best team in the country, it's not going to be because of Kyle McCord. Like, go back to that Notre Dame game. Go back to the Penn State game for Ohio State. Marvin Harrison was the best player on the field. So if they beat Michigan and he has 10 receptions, 150 yards, two touchdowns, which is very realistic, he might be your Heisman. So I think that's the best bet to make right now as far as value with the Heisman. Really quick, I wanted to talk about the national championship, though, because two weeks ago I said Alabama right now, 14-1. to 1. We'll never get that price while Nick Saban's there ever again. And the price is gone. But now you get the perfect hedging opportunity like we talked about in the beginning of the show because the SEC championship game is already set in stone. It's Alabama, it's Georgia, and Georgia's only a three-point favorite. I think Bama's live in the game, but Georgia got um, – they got uh, McConkie back a couple weeks ago, and then they got Brock Bowers back. He played this week. I can't believe that. And they rolled Ole Miss, which rolled was one of my favorite bets. Mine too. I mean, Ole Miss, like, fun little story until they step up in class. And Lane's never going to beat Saban. He's never going to beat Kirby. They just don't recruit the same type of player, unfortunately. I've heard Texas A&M's interested in him, though. How about Jimbo actually getting that. fired? They're Finally. like, here's $40 million. No, no, $70 million. $76 million. million. Yeah, whatever it is. Can you imagine? Sit at home and do nothing. Let That's me tell you something. If I got paid $76 million not to work, I would buy a private island and I what? would disappear. Even if he gets another job, 
that doesn't negate that they still have to pay him $76 million. Right, it is, it is he could fully go and guaranteed. coach at like Miami next year if they fire Mario Cristobal and nobody would care. It would be amazing. He could oh, get, my God. He get paid like $90 million dollars in a year. It's insane. Ryan's, uh, Ryan, you're struggling now. When you back the Broncos, it's a roller coaster. Russell Wilson just scrambling around. Looked kind of like uh, Zach Wilson, actually, there, the way he ran around. Looked like uh, taking the sack. Did, man. Did. Oh, jeez. Uh, Bama, by the way, down to 6-1. to one. So from 14-1 mm-hmm. to one, down yep. to 6-1 to one yeah. in two weeks. Um, What's Oregon at now? Oregon is right now is 8-1. Eight, no, eight to one. I wouldn't do it. No, Oregon is going to be live on a neutral against Georgia, against Bama, against Michigan, just because of how complete the offense is. They Michigan can run the ball. Michigan smack us. I don't know about that. They're I don't know about run that. Their ball, run that ball they down They smack TCU last year. But TCU is is not a real team. Oh, Russell Wilson just took another sack. What? Yeah, but I mean, like, they're kind of built the same. Like, Oregon yeah. could run the ball. They could throw the ball. Oregon's defense could get after the quarterback. Quick like, they can make life uncomfortable for J.J. McCarthy. See if I, I think can Oregon's cash live, out man. real quick, guys, on this uh, second half over. Maybe I can yeah. get a couple bucks back. This ain't looking good. What the hell is he doing, man? 30 points, huh? No, I still he feel all right about horrible. that. The second half over? Yeah, I mean, honestly, we might get and like we could get like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I don't feel good uh, about Denver though. I think Denver's about to get stomped here, stomped the yard fashion here. Um, Stephon Diggs, two receptions only. Man, this game, this game stinks. Yeah, most of these games do. I'm really hoping. And you said it perfectly, Ryan. Thursday night football looks like a great game on paper, and I think that's the way that you approach it, because Bengals, Ravens. Oh man. Rivalry, great matchup. That'll live up Two to great the quarterbacks. It's always a close game. It doesn't and matter then, if it's yeah. Tyler Huntley yeah. at quarterback or Lamar. You know what I mean? And the Bengals are not going to get blown out in this game. No shot. I, I like, like the Ravens, Ravens first quarter. Yeah, I like, I like the, Ravens the Ravens full game. I don't like three and a half, and I don't want to really lay minus one ninety. I think first half will be fun. Ravens get out to these early leads. Mm-hmm. They blow them late. Yeah. I like that. Maybe even a first quarter if you really want to yeah. get aggressive. You'd Just stick with that. Maybe a one. Yeah. You, or a half. Yeah. Maybe that would be yeah. a good look. The it Ravens would. are the Ravens are a really good team when they get out of their own way. The And that's the only issue is the Ravens have all of the intangibles, though they do have some injuries again that they dealt with this past weekend. So you got to think about that. But they go out to, and get these big leagues and you, leads and you watch them and go, God, they could be so dominant. Yep. But then they blow them or they find ways to lose these games. They get in their own way. And it's – that's what makes me hesitate from truly saying the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Then again, we just saw what the 49ers did. 49ers are healthy again, so I'm not picking anybody over the 49ers to be the best team in the NFL. San Francisco made a statement against the Jags. Yeah, they did. That, yeah. The, the Niners, when they're fully healthy, they're the, maybe the best team in football. Yeah, Niners, Eagles, Especially if we get Chase it again, it'll be fun. But what about the Lions, man? We don't want man? to talk about that, Trista. We don't, we don't mention that. We don't mention the name Chase Young anymore. What about, about those Lions? The run game run, travels. Run old. <laughs> about run old. That's that's we'll call it Chase Young. Run away old. Oh, God. I just I hate it so much. Hate seeing it. All right. We're tied at 15, two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter here. Russell Wilson now 15 to 17, though, 121 yards. Guys, Josh Allen in that parlay, not even gonna get 225 for me. That's the last leg. It's not gonna hit. I thought it was. It's the worst. Josh Allen is a bum tonight. One two touchdown, interceptions. two interceptions. We wrap it up next. It's BetMGM tonight.
I think we need to set mm -hmm. some parameters for roasting people for oh. their bets. Because I'm not going to lie, last week's teaser was absolutely terrible. I don't think I hit a single leg in it, which is fine. And at the end of the day, it counts for one bet. So people are saying, oh, all of your takes were terrible. Listen, if you lose a parlay or a teaser by one leg or four, mm -hmm. it does not matter. It counts the same. But there is nothing worse than people who come on after the fact and say, all yeah. of these picks were terrible. Well, you have to say that before the game starts or else you just look like a Monday morning quarterback because obviously anybody can come in after the game and say, oh, you should. We're at the point in the game now where Josh Allen is finding new ways to turn the ball over. The fourth turnover of the game for the Bills, he handed the ball off to James Cook but didn't actually hand the ball off oh. to him because the ball fumbled itself away, and the Broncos took Roll the ball away, over. Ball. Are you good? What's up? You guys buried the lead. What? I had to run to the uh, the men's room. room. Gabe Davis, two receptions, 55 yards, though. He went nice. over the yards. Nice. What, what the hell did I miss? So I was I missed, too busy watching the fumble, I man. I missed the fumbled snap, so Gabe yeah. Davis. All right, finally. Big, oh, thank God. Big game Dave. Big, they don't call him big game Gabe for nothing, kids. Here we are. Now going. we just need two more receptions, though, too. That'd be cool. I need uh, four, six more yards for Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually Dalton Kincaid was on, had a great start to this game, and now he's just <sighs> gone, gone cold. Trista, I'm not, uh, not a fan of this. I'm gonna be honest with you. What the hell? I have one loss tonight in BetMGM, who I love, of course. MGM National Harbor. They're like, hey, want to watch it again? Uh, oh yeah, the St. St. John's, Michigan, the replay. There's so, like a hundred live games going on. We're watching a replay. I don't know why FS1 is FS1 is just replaying the oh, St. No. John's, Michigan game, which I guess they don't have a late game. They're like, let's put this on again and want to watch Patino lose twice. Tune into FS1. Counter programming, my friend. If you don't want to watch Monday Night Football because it's stinker with the offenses. Uh, you can watch St. John's put up a stinker in Madison Square Garden. Speaking of stinkers, guys, mm -hmm. Josh Allen tonight, 12 to 21. Yep. Is the shoulder bothering him more than we know Has about? Has to be. I think we might need to get some inside sources from Buffalo. T, I might need you to send a message right now. You know what? I'll just send a message right now. We need to. We need the inside. What to do with Buffalo the rest I mean, of the way? I think they I missed think the playoffs. I think we have to stay. Now you know what? I'm going to shut my mouth because I, I still need Denver to cover this game. There's still a lot of game left. We got the fourth quarter coming up. Uh, tied at 15. This is good. I don't know how in the world we're going to get 24 and a, over 24 and a half points in the second half. We only had yeah, seven so far. Yeah, that may so be my bad on that one. Uh, I think we're okay. seeing the uh, Madden curse for Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't. I don't see these offenses doing much. Maybe I'll look to. Uh, See if I can still get a cash-out option and on this now for a couple bucks. You know what's funny, though? Like, you look at Russ's numbers tonight, Russell Wilson, and, like, he's been sacked three times, and he's holding on to the ball a little bit too long. But efficient, 16 for 19, 123, a touchdown, zero interceptions. Compared to what Russ was last year and what this yeah. offense was, I mean, this offense, it was three and out after three still and out. Still pretty bad, though. It was, oh, no, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, at least they moved the football. Like, they pick they up do. first downs. Last year, that was Some. With, with Buddy Hackett. That was one of the worst offenses ever. And it turns out Nathaniel the way, Hackett, see, not much better in New York. Did either. you see that uh, clip that went viral where uh, Nathaniel Hackett had a call and they caught Aaron Rodgers on camera and he was shaking his head no? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. then that was a, that was a third and short that did not work out. Rodgers was like, yep, yeah. yeah. I, real quick, you know do what? you see the schedule up here for the Bills? Yeah. Jets, Eagles by Chiefs, Doesn't Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. Should beat the Jets this Third time. hardest. And the Dolphins. Thir third hardest schedule. 
Should beat uh, the Patriots. Should beat the Cowboys. No, nah, not too. in my I'm in Miami. I think I'm they lose like, that game. Yeah, I like Miami. They'll beat the Jets in the revenge game. For sure. Um, you know what would help Zach Wilson really quick? I because I mean you're not wrong. Like Zach Wilson's been not great, but he's also hasn't been terrible. What would help him? Dalton Kincaid. Yes, another reception. There you go. That might fifty. That might one yards. You, right? uh, there need, you go. Oh no. Oh. Uh, I need 50, over 52 and a half. I need two more yards. Oh, you'll, get, you'll get another. Uh, Alan, sh- 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 don't really you, quick. Don't you mush queen. Sorry. Alan Damn. Lazard has been <laughs> awful. Yeah, he's been terrible. Yeah. So uh, that would probably help Zach Wilson. Anybody else. Uh, if you're, <laughs> if you're paying a wide receiver $50 million, he should probably catch the football every once in a Maybe while. Maybe they should just hire Aaron Rodgers as the offensive coordinator the rest of the season. So I guess uh, James Cook is banished. 41 yards. He's banished, though. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't. <sighs> now he'll be back. It was Maybe. a it was we'll a it was a bad exchange, but I mean I, I, I look it, it's say. one of those where it's yeah I, I this has not been a good game for James Cook. There's no. no question. He's except when he's then carried the ball seven times for 41 yards. Yeah. I mean he's averaging 5.9 yards a carry. Had a 13 yard run. Agreed. Who we got? Is that Diggs? Yeah, that's Diggs again. Okay. So Diggs so starting three, to climb a little receptions. bit. Don't hate that. Okay, okay. Just need this clock to run. I can't have the Broncos lose. I know how this ends, right? How does it end? Spoiler alert. All right. So how does it end? Bills are about to score. Gabe Davis won't have another reception. Diggs probably about to go off here. Then you'll think, okay, we're in covering range. Russell Wilson will do the dumbest thing ever. He'll no run like. or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. Or, or just like <laughs> underhand one. Yep. Pick Falling six down or in the flip. scoop yeah. and score. Yeah. Yes. Buffalo wins by 14, even though they have no business winning this Shakir's game. Shakir's never getting the ball, is he? Uh, he caught one. That Who's is. That? He's got one for 24, but he still needs 11, 12 yes. more yards to go we over. Do, so he's only got two targets. That's the problem. This offense might be broken. Is broken. Yeah. Yeah. Has just, been broken since, since our guy Brian Dayball left. Honestly, watching the Bills at this point, there is no rhythm to anything they're doing. You don't see them just – it just looks like they're – like they, it looks like kind of backyard football in a sense, where they're just there's no okay. Here's the hot hand. I'm going to keep going to. Yeah. I'm going to move. Like you just they got they're rotating running backs through. They want to run the ball sometimes, and they want to throw the ball. Like it's different per down and distance. They don't have any sort of strategy. It feels. Would like. you rather be Brian Dayball, right? And you're making the bag now, and you're the head coach of a national football team or Jimbo football Fisher. League team, Jimbo Fisher. No, oh, no. Sorry. Would you rather? Would you rather be in your current situation where you're a head coach, you're making a bunch of money? But you're stuck with no, Tommy I, DeVito and Daniel Jones, no. or Colin plays for the Bills. I would have been, I'd Allen. rather be the OC for the Bills. <laughs> Period. Here's the thing, too. New York, they hate you. No matter what, I was talking to somebody about WFAN today, and I said, it's really hard to talk New York sports yep. because there's nothing good to say, yeah. and there's no future for any of these dog poop teams. No, none well, of the them. Knicks are okay. I'm gonna at say least. Knicks might they be. They don't in the care best about shape. basketball on that radio station. They all only care about baseball and football oh, and a little bit of hockey. That like the Knicks would need to Go win Rangers. multiple titles in order oh, that's for them they also to don't care. have the rights too. Correct. So, yeah, I know that. They works. only have the Nets. Yeah. It's just a terrible situation. So I, I was like, I just don't like doing it because I feel like a worse person pointing out the truth. And if I'm Brian Dayball and I have to be in the New York market and I know my team stinks and I know my quarterback's probably never going to play football again and he's, we shouldn't have given them the money to begin with and the backup's even worse and the backup's backup's really, really bad. He won't be in the league for he like won't another be in the two lot. weeks. Yeah. DeVito is, is he's not gone. a player. This is it for him. And yeah. like we're kind of in cap hell and the Saquon thing it hasn't been resolved and he, we're probably going to have to move away from him. Like 
This is a rebuilding team. Oh, big hits. Oh, yeah. They, like, Great they need, they need much, Caleb or Drake May. Yeah. Versus Buffalo, where you are beloved. That's a small town. They ride. They are loyal. Like, this is a, a little brethren of people who take each other's bodies and throw them through tables and then they hug each other <laughs> and then they give each other wings and, and blue cheese. And like, it's just a good vibe there. New York, not a good vibe. It is Nothing about it is so good much money, vibes. Though. So much more money, that's the only thing. But and it's misery. Your own team. But misery, Ryan. And they, I know, I know. Misery. They went to the playoffs last year. See, misery. I would be the head coach and I would be like, all right, it's one year of DeVito. We got. We we need. Would the you do that though? You're not optimistic. Yeah, because you human get Caleb being. Williams next year no, or Drake May. Would you though? Oh yeah, I would suck for I, a year for one of those guys. No, but yeah. would you get him? Are you gonna get him? Yeah, Are you they would be bad enough. I, I th can you find any more wins for the Giants? Can either of you? If they roll, if they really want to lose games, they have the Giants lottery ha ticket. Giants have the 16th Devito. toughest schedule. Devito cannot beat. Commanders lost, Patriots lost, Packers lost, Saints lost, I always Eagles laugh. lost, Rams lost, uh, Eagles lost. Wow. That's like, a, they, they're not winning another I game. hate when people are like, oh, um, you know when there's a really bad NFL team, like the 0-16 Lions, and yeah. everybody's like, oh, Alabama would beat them. No, no they no, absolutely they would not. But um, DeVito would lose to like four – like, I don't know that he could – I really don't think he could quarterback a team to, like, a victory over Georgia or Michigan. How many points is DeVito? If he's the quarterback of the Giants offense. and the Giants are playing Georgia right now, does Georgia win that game? Like, no, With DeVito as the quarterback. DeVito, no, the Giants probably win because there's a bunch of – I don't know, though, because I always – But, see, you're questioning he's, he's, it. That shows you I how really bad think, he is. I think he's the worst quarterback to ever start an NFL game. Ooh. What was his stat line yesterday? I had to turn the that Cardinals off. The Cardinals will win again. The Cardinals will win another game. They oh, will. Oh, yeah. They Arizona? Will. They might win this weekend. Yeah. Tyler's back. The Patriots will win another game. So they will have the second pick in the draft. God, Mac Jones might the be Giants. the worst, the second worst quarterback. The Patriots like, will have the third pick in the draft. There's some really bad quarterback play going on in the league right now. All Jordan right. Love, awful. Here's uh, the stats for DeVito. Everybody for the Giants. 14 of 27, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Come on now. An interception, sacked five times. Wow. His rating was 67. I promise you there have been lower quarterback ratings. In fact, I think John Beck, that... that no, no, yes. no. There's been worse performances. Yes. I mean, there's been six interceptions. Four interceptions. But there may be game. no worse quarterback. No. Yeah, that's... that's what about probably. Nathan Peterman? I'd take oh, Peterman oh. any day I would take Peterman DeVito. over DeVito. Yeah, that's where what I'm did saying. DeVito even come from? At Syracuse. No, but, like, where did he... Like, Illinois. He Illinois rose, and Syracuse. He yeah, rose yeah. from the ashes. Like, that's not a man that's, like, a real football player. Well, that's a guy that lives at home with his parents, and his mom still makes his bed and, for him. And, and she like, probably makes and, him, like, gravy and nobody on cared about that story nice. yesterday. Save your money. You no, know, like, I, we've all heard the story. Nobody cares. Here's what I have to say about men like Tommy DeVito. You make life very hard for women because your mom has coddled you. Yeah, get a studio and done, apartment. And now DeVito. you don't know how to take care of anything in your own life. And the woman that you meet, you want her to do the thing that your mommy did. And you know what we say? Uh, God bless you. Enjoy your night. I'll see you later. <laughs> That's what we say. Who is that? Was that McLaughlin? Uh, yes. No. Was it? Yes, uh -huh. it yeah. was. Yep. It was. Oh, eight yards. We just need 15, Ashu. We just need 15. <laughs> Actually, if we can get 20, if we can get 20, then the parlay hits because the Cortland Sutton touchdown. Oh, I thought it was dead. Oh, yes. So it's it's uh, Cortland Sutton anytime. Oh, no, Shakir. Never mind. Shakir's been, uh, been non-existent Never today, mind. except for that 123-yard reception. Never mind. He's not even getting any targets. The entire wide receiver room for Never the Bills mind. is, is yeah. non-existent.
Gabe Davis has two catches for 56 yards, though. Yes, he does, so baby. I told you guys to jump oh, aboard the Gabe no, Davis train. stop it. When I hate you. Sick, I hate you. You said. sat there going, this is over. Gabe Davis is doing nothing. I need to go home. That's the thing, though, with certain receivers. You can <laughs> I never win bets here. Never. I think I've, I'm like 0-12. You want to play poker with me? Nope. I'm you not sure? good at that. You still haven't been able to. Be, you haven't been cleared to play poker yet. You gotta. You need the Broncos to cover in this first. Yeah, you're still in. You're still in bet protocol. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. There's a little bit of time left on this first. Oh my 15-15 with 11:47 <laughs> to go. The oh over 24 and a half in the second half just feels James so dead. James Cook's not gonna hit. Oh god, oh, that that's a backwards, backwards pass? pass. My. Gosh, sorry. They, neither team wants to win. I no, this is there's not a whole lot to say about this game. It's kind of like the, the Thursday night game, guys. Yes. I cannot wait. The flex starts, I think, next week. I thought they it can was start. Thursday at first. Hey, we got guys. We got Bengals Ravens. I right? yeah, We're but right you know there. what? We're right there. The curse 14, of Thursday seven. night football. And this man. game's going great for me. God, I just make it end. Well, it is going to end in five seconds. We're back tomorrow. It's Bet MGM tonight.